Welcome to Beyond the Field Podcast. Your weekly dose of finance, property and epic people doing epic things powered by the team at Money Empire. Get informed and entertained with the coolest cats in the business. Welcome back to Beyond the Field Money Empire Female Edition. We're here with Lisa Barton. Kia ora everybody. And Lucy Woodruff. Hello there. First only girls podcast. Yeah, the girls. Yeah, the girls. Yeah, the girls. So we are going to chat today around a few topics, but first topic is going to be about being a working mum. So Lisa and Lucy, you guys are both working mums. Tell us a little bit about it. Do you want to start it off, Lisa? It's bloody hard work, if I say so myself. It's bloody hard work. (laughs) I feel like an octopus being pulled in all different directions a lot of the time. I can only imagine. (laughs) No, but it's great. It's, I feel like for me... Pre having kids, I was very career orientated. I started in the bank, um, and now been with the Money Empire for about seven or so years. So, I guess you get that mum guilt when you leave your kids for the first time and going back into the workforce. But then also, a part of you, well, for me anyway, personally, is knowing that I guess I am doing something for myself. Um, making me a confident woman again post having a child you know your your body changes your whole you know you're reliant you know you've got little human being that relies on you day in day out so going out there getting back into the workforce and actually doing something for yourself I feel for me is is a win a daily win knowing that I'm doing something for me yes it is working and it's not going on holidays all over the world and shopping and whatever but it's actually it's it makes me it's a part of me, and I love doing it. I love being a working mum, and, yeah, that's that's my view on it anyway. It gives you girls someone to look up to as yeah. well, and you definitely smash it doing both. Thank you. I've Thank seen you. you do it for the last few years, and I think, <laughs> wow. Lucy, what about you? Yeah, so I guess for me, I had my child when I was a little bit younger, halfway through my university degree, so... I guess I could say I've been a working mum from 21. Wow. <laughs> so I've never really had, I guess, the, the luxury in terms of being able to just be a career woman. I think mm. I've always had to manage the juggle. Um, obviously, I've taken time off uh, when I've had the children for you know a year on maternity leave, but then got back into the workforce. But like you, Lisa, I love the challenge and I like having something that is for me you know yeah. I, I I'm not just a mum you know yeah. um obviously I'm a mum first and foremost but I think in order to be a, a happy mum and for your kids to be happy um the mum needs to be happy yeah, <laughs> so totally. to be able to feel fulfilled and fill your bucket and keep challenging yourself and moving forward in your own career um is really important and mm. really vital but um you know obviously you need a workplace that's going to be flexible totally um, which is really key in actually being able to take on board that role as a working mum. And yeah. I think that's becoming more common, flexible workplaces with families. I mean, you for have sure. to be, really. You have to be. If you, want, if you want good people working for you, then you've got to offer that flexibility. But uh, on the back of what you're saying, Lucy, is I think as well as if you are listening to this podcast and you are a mum and you previously had a career or you're thinking about wanting to go and do something for yourself, go and do it. Don't be scared. No. Um, it might take you, it could take you a little while to find that right workplace mm. or even if you want to go and 
you know, do the extra mile and, and do something for yourself and start your own business, give it a go. Give and, it a shot. And even if it's just part-time. Yeah. You know, because the longer you're out of the workforce, it's actually harder to get back into the workforce. Yeah. And there are some amazing platforms that have come out um, for working mums to help them find job searches. I know a girl I went to school with, Amelia, she was uh, featured in the Herald not so long ago, um, and she's started an app yep. for mums um, to get back out into the workforce, which I think is awesome, um, yeah. and just gives them that opportunity to start looking for um, places and places advertising on there that show that they are flexible, and they're willing to take on mums. Yeah. And it's 2022, why can't you do both, I say? Not totally. that I am a mum, but, you know, maybe one day. One day. Just as long so, as the men at the home step up as well. Yes. Because I think that... The cooking and the cleaning. Yeah, because I think that's when it becomes quite challenging is when you've actually expected to do everything. Full-time work, full-time yeah. mum, full-time housewife. So we need yeah. to crack that whip and make sure the men are bringing 50-50 to the table, right? Agreed. So leading on from that, how does being a mum and being on maternity leave affect your overall financial well-being and KiwiSaver? One straight off the bat is is obviously mum generally takes the first six months to 12 months off, depending. Maternity leave, you get paid for, I think, is it six months now? Yep. Six months now. Yeah. It was only three months, I think, previously. Yeah. yeah, something yeah. like and then that. Up to four, maybe, and then six months. So you... Obviously, you, you'll lose out on income if you stay off on maternity leave longer than six months. Um, unless you've got an amazing employer that does top up your income. I know there are a few companies out there in New Zealand, which is fantastic. Um, also, you won't be getting any con- uh, KiwiSaver contributions no. towards mm. towards bumping up that. Um, those are the two main things. So, yeah, well, so I guess uh, that's when they have to decide, you know, whether you decide on how long you're wanting to stay off work. So I guess, you know, after that maternity leave finishes after six months, I, I feel like a lot of women out there would feel that financial pressure right yeah well a statistic on that women in their 50s on average have 32 percent less in their KiwiSaver at retirement I wonder that must have something to do with taking maternity leave yeah and if you're if you're not having one and you one child and you go and have four or five or six (laughs) you're thinking like that's 10 years right of your life where you're going back to work then taking the time off so it's like I guess you know four years if you have four kids where you're not contributing yeah Mm. essentially yeah, which, like you say, Lucy, it does take the, um, I guess, put on financial pressure to, to look at going back at to work. And that's where it comes into what we just talked about is the flexibility of yeah. the workplace um, or your employer that you're working for. And previously. even going back part-time and easing yourself mm. into it, you know, whether it's two or three days a week and then slowly bumping it up more to full-time. Yeah. And, you know, you do have the cost of the childcare and everything as well to consider, so. Mm. All right, day-to-day responsibilities. Lisa? For my work life or mum life? Why don't you just do it? Do it. Do a quick (laughs) rundown of what your day looks like as a working mum. Oh, okay. So let's go. Let's go with this morning, eh? So I get up. I have my me time. I have my coffee. Have my shower. Do all that kind of jazz. Get the girls' lunches sorted. Get the bags packed. I've got one at school, one at kindy. So I've got to make sure I've got to have extra um, change of clothes for the kindy girl. Um, Then I get race them in the car. Hurry them out the door, get in the car, drive to school, kindy, do the drop-offs. Um, and then I'm now at work, so I drive an hour to work into the office when I'm in the office. 
Um, I've had how many? I've had two appointments already this morning. I'm doing this podcast. Then I've got to drive to another location and do another appointment, and then I'll be working from home later this afternoon, collecting my girls. My youngest cut. I was telling Neve earlier today. She cut the tip of her finger off this morning. Oh, oh sorry, no. not this morning. On Saturday night, late at night. Was it a trip to the A and A? So, no. We did some quick, quick work and magic. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's... I'm just going to get it checked this afternoon, actually. Um, and then... Yeah, and then I'll go home, work from home, um, and then get them ready to, for the next school day. Does your morning sound <laughs> about the same as that? I need to yeah. take a breath now. <laughs> so, I'm fortunate to have one child at boarding school, so that alleviates a little bit of stress. So, we just had the two in the morning uh, during the week. So, my day would start roughly around 5.30am. I've got two dogs that are like children as well. So I will take them for a walk before everyone else um, rises for the day. Partner goes off to work. Then I'm packing lunch boxes, having a shower, getting myself ready. We have to have a big breakfast. Generally, it consists of like a poached egg on toast and maybe a smoothie as well. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit OCD, so I like to make sure everything's kind of like clean and tidy before we head out the door. Aim is to drop them at school at about 8.15 in the morning, and then I head to work. And like you, Lisa, you know, you've got your appointments, um, your, your admin uh, that needs to be done, filled in with some cool podcasts like these. Um, and before you know it, it's kind of like 5.30 and ready to go home and get them from after school care, get in the door, start cooking dinner, yeah. feed, bath, repeat, books, sleep, repeat, <laughs> I... clean up and then go to bed and do it all over again. I will never <laughs> complain about my current morning routine anymore. After hearing that, I just have to get myself ready. Um, Lucy, this one's for you because you are new to the industry. Yes. What is it like getting into a male-dominated industry? Have you noticed anything that's worth mentioning? Um, yeah, obviously it can be a bit intimidating to begin with, um, especially when you're new and you kind of feel like maybe you don't know as much. Um but, you know, in my experiences, um, most of the males that I've had to work alongside have been really supportive. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just um, whether or not they understand the complexities of like what we've just discussed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Being yeah. that working mum and having a lot of pressure at home as well as pressure at work. So, and I think for, for men and, you know, I might be generally speaking, um, but you know, they to generally have the luxury of maybe getting up and going to work and coming home, you know. Mm. So, um, because I think just women too tend to take a little bit of control as well in that front. So, I guess it's just making sure that they understand and can work with you and be flexible um, mm. as to all your other kind of priorities as yeah. well. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was a bit daunting. But, um, you know, I I'm right now with Money Empire, I feel like, all the men that we work with are actually really supporting and yeah, understanding. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. You've got a story about this. Yes. Uh, so I, when I started in the bank, I was 16, straight out of, I think I finished my sixth form and then straight into the bank. And obviously that's a corporate environment, so it was a lot of men in suits that you deal with. I was so intimidated by them because I was 16 walking into this. This is my first job, first, you know, my main career. Um and then over the years, over the years went by, I still had that kind of, I guess, um, I don't even know what, what word you put into it, but just, I was, yeah, still intimidated by men in suits, but then coming into Money Empire and trying the flexibility and again, like you said, the, as long, if you find that you work in an industry where you've got 
men that are supportive mm. and also being a mum I kind of felt like you know yeah some of them um in the in I guess the industry mortgage industry may be may have their own businesses uh, mortgage businesses and they might be dads as well but then they've got the mum at home mm. yeah. um doing the stuff whereas I'm the working mum which I love I've said that before, um, but again, you can have that pressure, and I guess having a supportive uh, network of men that you work with in the industry, knowing that um, you can be both, you can be a mum and also work hard, yeah, um, and just having that support, like you say, Lucy, mm. yeah, love it, inspirational. <laughs> okay, so we're going to finish up the podcast with a couple of more statistics that I found. So this one I find really interesting, and it's quite. I don't know, hard-hitting for me, I find. So women are up to $318,000 worse off at retirement than men. Wow, that's That's a big number. That is a big number. Yeah. But do you think that's down to maybe that maternity leave and time taken off and years spent maybe being that homekeeper? Yes, well, it could also be to do with this. In 2022, the research shows that men earn on average 10% more than women. Yeah. So that's that whole pay gap. That's yeah. that pay gap, yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, I think we've mentioned it before, is the, the women with the pink tax that they have to pay. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I feel like that is such a huge gap, and we're in 2022. You need to change yeah. that. That needs to Equality. be mm-hmm. Equality. Yeah. Well, those are the statistics, and that brings us to the end of our first only female, what was it? Females only podcast. I like Go the woman. Yeah, the, the girls. girls. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Beyond the Field. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your mates or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Field Podcast or send us an email at info at beyondthefield.co.nz. Thanks again, and we'll see you all next time.